Thank you for listening to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast, available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Stitcher. Also, please follow Matt's Movie Reviews on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Reddit, Instagram, and MeWe. And of course, be sure to visit mattsmoviereviews.net for the latest reviews, top 10 lists, and more. Now, on to the show. Everybody's got someone they want to kill. Thing is, no one realizes how easy it is to do. Think about it for a second. If you could get away with it, wouldn't you? Georgie, this is Joe. Joe, this is George. Brother and sister, I'm assuming. Wicked stepmother. I'm married to his dad. You guys aren't close, I take it. I wouldn't say that exactly. Everyone knows that we can't get his money. What are we supposed to do, get jobs? He pays for nothing and we are destitute. I want him dead! You want me to kill him for you? You're what, an assassin? Assassin's a loaded word. I'm a hitman. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. Wine is good though. Just be a man about it. We're white and we're rich. We can kill one guy. The Brentwood property shall go to my daughter. What daughter? The money should only go to the real family. Now I have to kill this girl, my sister, who I've never even met? It takes practice, man. Believe me, you're a natural. You think so? This is a beautiful home. Really is so beautiful here. I'm so happy to be here. It's beautiful. Isn't it nice? Aren't you jealous? <laughs> there's a lot to sort through, so. Because there's so much money. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Matt's Movie Reviews podcast. I am your host, Matthew Perkovich, and this is episode number 379. Releasing October 22nd in theatres and video on demand is The Estate, a dark comedy that stars Chris Baker as the spoiled son of a billionaire patriarch who, along with his wicked stepmother and their boy toy hitman, plans to kill his father and scoop up the inheritance. A taboo-pushing, neon-drenched murder comedy that delves into the lives of the rich and the murderously insane, The Estate also marks the directorial feature film debut of James Kapner. I'm glad to say joins me now on the podcast, along with writer and actor, Chris Baker. James and Chris, I thank you so very much for your time today. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having us, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Very exciting for us. Thank you. So, James, I'm going to start with you first. You've, you and Chris have worked with each other previously before, web series, short form. Here we have feature film, uh, a directorial debut for yourself. How did the idea of doing a feature film with you, you and Chris kind of come up? Is this something that's like a, just a natural progression between you two as being uh, uh, partners in crime for such a long time? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. And it was something that I think we were always uh, keeping our eye on and wanting to graduate to. You know, Chris and I grew up as young kids, you know, in love with movies. Um, and I think when you come out to Hollywood in the very beginning, um, it's a tough town. 
and you don't just jump right into a feature film, you know? So we both sh- started out in short form. My background is music videos, hustling around all the old haunts of Hollywood, uh, you know, finding independent artists to do stuff with and, uh, you know, had the pleasure and honor of uh, working with Chris on some web series that he had uh, written. And uh, we hit it off like gangbusters and, um, you know, had a great time doing it, uh, had a natural chemistry, uh, really liked making the stuff and people seemed to like it as well. So, you know, it, it only made sense the more and more we did that we would uh, eventually make a feature film and credit to Chris for writing something really, really phenomenal, you know, just from the first draft of the script um, that, you know, I knew I had to make this with Chris and uh, my producing partner, business partner, Adam McCalco, who's the producer on the film, you know, thought the same thing. You know, we, we called each other like the next day after Chris sent us the draft. And so it's something that was always circulating, you know, in our minds. And, um, you know, we, we managed to pull it together and get it done like a bunch of crazy young Hollywood, uh, Hollywood guys. Um, yeah. Chris, you know, I read that uh, this script, a lot of it has to do with your love for 90s movies, movies like Wild Things, Basic Instinct, et cetera. How does those movies really kind of frame you as a screenwriter and as an actor? What was it about those films that really speak to you, in, especially in regards to this film? Uh, thank you for the question. I, you know, to be honest, they didn't just shape me as a writer. Uh, they shaped me as a person, for, for better or worse. I, I think that they're, the films that I saw when I was really way too young to see them, frankly, um, were incredibly formative because I I saw these very beautiful movie stars using their bodies and using their language and using um, whatever they could to seduce other people or to get what they wanted out of people. And I, and I, I think that in today's climate, you know, with, with movies now, I, I, I don't see that very often. And those stories really left such a, an impression on me. And I think real people in sort of extraordinary situations is something we really don't see very often anymore in, in movies and have it be fun and escapist entertainment, a thing where you don't have to worry about what's on Twitter, you know, or <laughs> what's in the news while you're watching a movie. I think that um, when James and I and our, you know, our producer, our lead producer, Adam McCalka set out to do this, I think Frankly, we wanted to provide people with a true movie experience and a, a piece of escapist entertainment that was colorful and, you know, uh, sumptuous. And the plot was really something that I always respected in a film where it kept you guessing, it kept you wondering. And uh, we didn't we don't have any CGI in this film. So we had to rely on other things like, you know, great dialogue, if we can do it or great (laughs) costumes and bodies and everything. Um, And that was what we really set out to do. You know, James, I just got to ask, when it comes to this trio of characters, you have Chris, of course, playing the lead role. But you also have Chris um, surrounded by Eliza Cooper, who plays Lux, the, the stepmother. Greg Finley plays Joe. I've seen him in previous films as well. When you have these trio, trio of actors working together, you as a director, how great is it to have that those three actors working? Because on screen, I can definitely see a camaraderie between the three, even though at times these characters do very much, you know, have the most wicked of intentions for one another. Um, the camaraderie is there. And I think for you as a director, that'd be really cool to see that, especially for an independent production, I'm sure, um, time is very scarce, et cetera. To have that kind of you know, chemistry, that kind of impact between the three actors would have been really fun for you as a filmmaker to work with that. 
Yeah. Yeah. I forget who said it. So I don't know who to attribute it to, but one, some director along the way said that casting is like 90% of the job. And, um, you know, I grew up uh, uh, loving just moving the camera and, you know, really how the frame looked and the mise-en-scene and composition of a shot. But, um, you know, I've grown to really believe that that's true. 90% of my job is casting it, you know, appropriately. And, uh, and, and we're, we're, you know, we're halfway out the gate uh, if we just get the right people on board in front of the camera. And we had the, you know, the, the luck of just <laughs> getting Chris baked into the cake. Um, he was our first, our first hire uh, in front of the camera, which was nice, but Package you know, we, deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, and also credit to Donna Morong, our, our casting director is a legend. Um, uh, Chris had worked with her previously in one of her acting uh, classes and, um, you know, we we saw a bunch of people for Lux and, and uh, Eliza's role and a bunch of people people for Joe, Greg's role. And, um, you know, when we came across Eliza and uh, Greg, you know, we didn't have to look any further. That was it, you know, um, and because we'd seen so many people and knew kind of intuitively at that point what worked and what didn't and what was right and what was wrong. And the great thing is, uh, you know, Chris and Eliza obviously have a ton of screen time together, so they have a natural chemistry that feels very lived in, which is, mm -hmm. you know, essential for their dynamic, the character's relationship. Um, but uh, Greg has a completely different energy than the two of them. And so using that as a foil and kind of that dynamic to bounce off of one another was almost musical. And I, when I talk about Chris's script, you know, Chris has a musical background. I love music, have a musical background. It was always very musical. So having these different notes and instruments almost was really essential in order to make the script come to life. So yeah, these guys did a fantastic, and they're all really great to work with. So yeah, it was great. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by 80s Tees. 80s Tees is an online retailer of licensed t-shirts and pop culture gear from your favorite movies, TV shows, cartoons, video games, comic books, and musicians. Celebrate your inner 80s nerd and click on the link in the show notes below to get the raddest retro t-shirts delivered to your door. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is brought to you by Loot Crate. Founded in 2012, Loot Crate is the worldwide leader in fan subscription boxes. Loot Crate partners with industry leaders in entertainment, gaming, sports, and pop culture to deliver monthly themed crates, produce interactive experiences in digital content, and film original video productions. No matter what you geek out about, Loot Crate has a subscription box for you. To get your very own exclusive collectibles, apparel, and gear delivered to your door, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. The Matt's Movie Reviews Podcast is also brought to you by Voodoo. Watch the latest movies and TV shows anytime, anywhere. No subscriptions, no contract. Enjoy stunning quality in up to 4K ultra high definition at home and download and watch on your mobile device as well. To rent and buy from over 100,000 titles or watch thousands of movies free with Voodoo Movies on us, be sure to click on the link in the show notes below. Now, back to the show. You know, Chris, Eliza has an opening line in this movie, which I think is like <laughs> one of those opening lines where you kind of watch it and you go, okay, I know the tone of the movie, I know the tone of these characters, I know what I'm getting What's really cool about that line as well is that it speaks to this movie. Like, as I said in my intro, it pushes taboos. 
it pushes certain kind of shock value things, not to the point where shock takes over the content of the other characters in the story, mind you, but it just sets a tone. When you have characters like that and you know the tone of your, of your film, how fun is it to write characters that don't have a filter? And at times, do you have to kind of draw yourself back and say, ooh, maybe I can't go there and maybe just notch it back a little bit? Maybe, James, maybe you even had, had experiences we had to say to Chris, hey, Chris, I think maybe we don't go there, but this other line maybe might work a little better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think the the best part about uh, that, you know, the best part about writing the script was I knew that these characters were people that did things that normal people, that our, that our audience would never do and that, they would say things that our audience would never say. And I think that there's a sick, perverse fun about seeing someone kind of say something that you would never say. Um, I, I think that if, if you understand the tone of the movie, you also understand that the filmmakers and the cast don't, you know, sign off on any of this language. If we're showing it because uh, we're, we're delineating who these characters are and, and, and just how far outside the mainstream that they, you know, reside. I, I wanted to show what people in this particular upper echelon could be like and what that world could look like to them if all they cared about was not just being rich, but being even richer. And what an ethos of more, 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 more in all aspects, in money and sex in uh, killing and everything because they, they have a hole in their heart. So I think that um, I never wanted to stop myself because I think if I was stopping myself, it was as if it was myself. Right. And I, I think that there's a very, very clear line, you know, but between. So this last question I have for, for both of you, I'd ask James first, you know, this movie, the estate, it's two years of work. From, from both of you. And I know we're, I'm talking to a lot of independent filmmakers that it, it takes a, a lot of work, a lot of struggle. Um, but in the end, you got it through. It's coming out October 22nd for everyone to watch. Um, you know, James, I heard Chris say in an interview that you, when you work together, you both of you two, you make each other better. You know, you kind of riff off on each other. So, James, after working on this film for two years with Chris, after all these other time working on other projects too, you as a filmmaker, what does this partnership do for you as a filmmaker? Um, after you've made your feature film and also been making it with a collaborative partner such as Chris who who, who really ma- makes you rise further to the challenge of, of doing material like this? It's a great question. Um, well, I learned a lot from making the film, I think as all independent filmmakers do, you know, on their first feature um, and graduating to a longer form of storytelling. So I think Chris and I both learned a lot, you know, working on a much bigger canvas um, for the estate um, but with specific reference to working with Chris, um, I think Chris has made me an, a much more uh, a much more gifted and communicative director mm-hmm. um, because we have such a level of trust with one another. And a lot of times, you know, if you're working with um, it doesn't matter, you know, I work in branded content a lot. If you're working with a celebrity or working with, you know, a, an actor that you don't have as much familiarity with, there's not a shorthand. But the shorthand, you know, is a way in which to grow. You know what I mean? So like the more Chris and I had worked together, 
the more kind of uh, uh, exploration we could do, you know, the more kind of stuff that we could try. And like Chris just said in his last answer, like nothing was off the table in this movie, which was such a gift and it was so liberating. And we hope that audiences feel that kind of rush from this movie too, because it is not a conservative film, you know, in any, in any way. So you know, and, you know, it was just, it was just really fun working with, uh, working with a great friend, someone who I admire on a personal level, and obviously as a performer and, uh, you know, a gifted and talented writer and storyteller. So yeah, it meant everything, man. I mean, this is, you know, you, you talk to a lot of uh, first time, you know, feature directors and independent filmmakers, like not a lot of people get to do this. So yeah. I think Chris and I are both incredibly grateful for this opportunity to make something fantastic and, you know, hope we did a great job and, uh, you know, always excited to, have people like it <laughs> like we do so for everyone out there listening the estate releasing october 22nd theaters and video on demand in the states sorry really... chris I, I think i took i think i took the time for your answer there oh <laughs> no, no 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 oh james is my brother i love him so much um i i would do anything for him this is the best this is the best experience of my entire life i would i would do anything for him yeah absolutely that, that's all i was gonna say sorry <laughs> and hopefully future collaborations to continue as well between you two? Absolutely. <laughs> and so everyone out there listening, October 22nd in theaters and video on demand in the US, the estate, I really highly recommend, recommend people check this film out. It looks terrific. The writing's terrific. The performance is terrific as well. And um, look, I, I'm very excited to talk to both of you, Chris and James. Great work here. Thank you very much for your time today. And hopefully with those future collaborations, we can talk again because I think... Uh, you know, as the great Boga once said, I think it's the beginning of a beautiful uh, friendship between you two. So, uh, of course, you know, continuing, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's great work here, and I can't wait to see what else you guys do in the film role. We appreciate this so, so much. much. You don't even know. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, man.